Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. I'm Brina Garen, and you're listening to Hex Positive. You're listening to the Stardust Sessions with Lazy Stardust and Brina Garen. Welcome, witches, to another episode of the Stardust Sessions. I'm Brina Garen, and as you know, this is a Patreon-exclusive series where I, along with my good buddy and horrible goose witch, Lozzy Stardust, have banterous chats about history and witchcraft and all of the interesting places where they intersect. And we're back for part two of our dive into the life and deeds of King James. Hello, Lozzy. Hello. How are you, darling? I'm all right, thanks. I'm excited. Are we suitably goosey? Yes. Excellent. Yes. The, the Medgusa is rearing her head. We are ready to rumble. <laughs> Magusa. She has been summoned. <laughs> it's just lousy, but with like a head of, of, of geese heads instead of hair, flapping and honking for snacks. Yep. <laughs> Yep, that, I've, yep, that. I've just I've just learned that this is a thing and I have been enriched by it and I wanted to share it with all of you. <laughs> My secrets are out now. Can be can, can be bribed with uh, yeah. Can be bribed with snacks. Can be bribed with biscuits. <laughs> Honk yes. Honk. <laughs> right. So last time we talked about Jimmy's childhood. Um, his sort of establishment as uh, as as king of Scotland and some of his court favorites in that time, his eventual marriage mm-hmm. to Anne of Denmark and that whole bit. <laughs> and also uh, this the, the beginnings of this idea that he is the godliest boy to have ever godly boyed. He is God's special boy. Mm-hmm. So this time. We're digging into the beginnings of his formal involvement with witches and witch trials, in particular, a huge debacle that came to be known as the North Berwick Witch Trials. I know it's spelled Berwick, but I have looked it up so that we don't get, you know, utterly murdered in the comments that it is Berwick, um, according to the Wikipedia page anyway. So this happens um, before Jimmy becomes uh King of England. He is King of Scotland at the time. Uh, this all happens in the early 1590s. Um, basically, it all started after a series of storms that hindered the return of James and Anne to Scotland as they were coming back from their wedding in Denmark. Um, as you may recall, I don't remember if we mentioned it, uh, but Anne's brother was King Christian of Denmark. Uh, it was a whole deal. So they got married in Copenhagen and that was the thing. Um, now, <clears throat> it is important to keep in mind that the Trier trials were happening in Germany at this same time. So, like, witchcraft is current events. The idea of witches uh, interfering with the weather and, like, trying to curse people in power was, was very much on everyone's minds. Um, actually, parallels to modern times, if you think about it. <laughs> um, except, you know, in modern times, it was actually happening. Um so the admiral of the Danish fleet um, argued with the treasurer who was in charge of equipping 
the ships, you know, saying, well, we wouldn't have had such a difficult time if you had uh, paid to have them like outfitted better or repaired in time or, or such and such other thing. And the treasurer, in an effort to uh, deflect blame from himself for the difficulty of the voyage, apparently no one thinking, well, you know, sometimes the weather is just shit and these things do happen. But no, the king is involved, so someone has to be at fault. Um, he blamed the storms on the wife of a high-ranking official back in Copenhagen, who he had apparently insulted. Uh, it's the old, I said something nasty to a woman, and now she's trying to ruin my life for no reason, song and dance. Um, there is actually yeah. a trial yep. that resulted from this accusation, and unfortunately, two women uh, were burnt at the stake because of it, which is terrific. Ugh. Yep. Yeah, because yeah, I had uh, preloaded the ship with demons. <laughs> exactly. Yes, they had just hidden like... in the barrels in the bowels of the ship, and that's what caused the storm. Which is, I mean, demons you know, don't do you haul. Like I don't like you know. It's just oh man, you can't organize demon you haul. <laughs> <laughs> you can't oh. like yeah. I'm just like you know. I I just can't even like. And it was also the way like preloaded them. Like had they put mm-hmm. them in a crate? Had they like you know? It's it's no longer a barrel of monkeys. It's it's a barrel of demons. Like exactly. Exactly. And just the the fact that it was it was probably that one of them had uh, or it was it was a lady and uh, her servant, I believe. So it was yeah. probably that one of them had like been near the ship or the shipyard and had looked at the ship because that was like the big thing is you could like yeah. cast the the evil eye or the, the, the malefic gaze on on a thing or a person. And then like just bad shit would happen. So, oh, she looked yeah. at my ship and then things went pants and that's because of her. Um, yeah, I mean, it's it has nothing yeah. to do. Yeah, I mean, it had already gone to court and the court had thrown it out twice. Yeah. Um, and it was the third time that he was just like, because, you know, it couldn't have possibly been that, you know, because initially it was like, well, the Navy were, you know, like, obviously the Navy went up to scratch. And then and, the yeah. Navy general was just like, no, it's not me. It's the treasurer. Yeah. It, it couldn't possibly be one of the. These several men that were responsible for outfitting the ships properly, planning the voyage properly, planning for the bad weather that happens a lot in that area yep. of the ocean. Yep. Uh, nope, nope. It has nope. to be something else. Uh, and it's very convenient to uh, to blame uh, a, a witch yep. or a woman. And yep. it was like, well, you know, these Trier trials are happening. Ah, idea. Yes. Light bulb, or I guess in their case, candle. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So it, it's called. Uh, if you ever want to to look up stuff about it more uh, more in detail, I will I will link an article about it. it's the Copenhagen witch trials of uh, of fifteen ninety. But um, yes, I will I will link a bit about that in the in the show notes so you can look up and read about that. It was pretty awful. Um, but later on, I, I believe that was what uh, what inspired a particular passage in uh, in the Scottish play that Lazi's very fond of. What was that? What was that bit, Lazi? But in a sieve, I'll hither sail, and like a rat without a tail, I'll do, I'll do, and I'll do. <laughs> that was beautiful. Lovely. Thank you, dear. Beautiful recitation. Dramatic course, reading. Oh, I love it. I love it. She's so good, isn't she? Oh, my God. This is fabulous. Take a bow. Yes, yes, yes. Golf claps, golf claps. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so, yes, uh, that's Stuart. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so that uh, that bit from the Scottish play where the uh, the witches are talking about um, a, a storm they have roused at sea and a ship that they have given uh, difficulty to. It was inspired by uh, that particular voyage that and the uh, the storms that kept Anne's ship from coming over to England in uh, in the first place. So uh, James, of course, hears about all of this and goes, hmm. What a great idea. I'm going to hold my own tribunal uh, because of this nonsense and also because of the storms that prevented my fiance from coming over uh, before our wedding. Because clearly, uh, if there was a witch involved with this, um, there 
are obviously other witches who are plotting against me, who uh, who just basically tried to kill the king. That is treason. Um, so and they have to pay. Somebody has also heresy. Yes, yes, because I am God's chosen boy. I am God's I am special God's boy. boy. <laughs> yes, divine right of kings. Blah blah blah. So he decides uh, that he's going to get together a tribunal and look for people in uh, the East Lothian area of Scotland and uh, figure out what all is going on here. Now, these these trials run for two years. They mm-hmm. implicate, um, I think, in total, close to 100 people. Yeah, between 70 um, and 100. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they get a lot of press because, uh, you know, it, it's not just, you know, witchcraft. It's also high treason because, you know, it was storms that could have killed the king. It's like you tried to kill me with your witchings. Uh, clearly, you know, because of these storms, like something is going on and someone is trying to kill me. Uh, so we're going to just torture everyone in sight. Uh, until we get the answers that we want. And some of these people were fairly high profile, including Francis Stewart, fifth Earl of Bothwell. Yes. Um, and that's a big deal. Yep. You know, a normally we see, yeah, like it, all caps, fancy illuminated yep. letters, very yep. big deal. Yes. Yeah. Cause normally in which trials we see it's the poor, the disenfranchised, um, those who don't have the uh, the position or the wealth to defend themselves that are accused in uh, in these trials. And here it is, you know, this is this is literally a member of court yep. uh, who who is implicated in this stuff. And it goes it goes a bit pants for everyone involved. It um, really does. No one really gets away unscathed. No. And it's it's quite bad. And even so, if people do get away unscathed, it is very long in the tooth. Real. Yeah, and it's mm-hmm. it's only, and as we'll talk about later, it's only certain people who who got away with it. TM, um, so to speak. <laughs> yeah, so to speak, just because of money, and it's just, yeah. um, it is so interesting. Um, looking back on a lot of the stuff, um, because um, for the first, um, for the actual first voyage. Um, it was supposed to be like three to six days by boat, but it, it actually, um, you know, apparently he was looking forlorn out into the sea for three weeks. I can't imagine, you know, just sat there for three weeks going, oh, um, about his lost love. But there we go. And um, he apparently reported um, Lord Dingwall. I love that name. I love it so much. It makes me cackle every time I hear it and um, reported some Lord bad storms Dingwall. initially. And uh, King James has actually said um, he'd ordered for a fast to ensure people's safe arrival. So mm-hmm. and safe arrival to I mean, way to piss everyone off. Yeah. From like, you know, just like, you know, not only are you trying to convince everyone that you're, you know, the most godly boy to ever godly boyed, um, but also you are the most manly man to have ever manlyed. Yes. <coughs> Courtiers. <coughs> nope. Don't know who those are. Nope, it's fine. I just kiss boys. What are you talking about? I only kissed that boy in front of everyone once. Whatever. <laughs> Last week. <laughs> Last week. Everyone's saying, it's King James. Or I'm fine. So, yeah. <coughs> <coughs> and also, he'd done a lot of talking to other people while in Denmark because um, because the weather was so bad. Um, they got kind of, Queen Anne got diverted to Norway. And then they met up kind of in Norway. Um, and he then they came back, but they were like, oh, yes, you know, King James was like, yes, the weather is so terrible. I, I can't possibly come back and resume my kingly duties when I'm under a lot of scrutiny. Um, I've gone off and done a really manly thing. So you guys can all hold the fort for about five months. Right. Cool. No problem. Um, but he was speaking to um, Niels Hemmingson and Tycho Brahe. Um, about a lot about witchcraft. That's so that I read had, it, yeah. yeah, that's why he'd those two, the Calvinists, had um, mm-hmm. actually also seeded a lot of doubt um, because you know you're not really paranoid if they really are out to get you. Um, exactly. Exactly. So it was yeah, it was very very interesting how 
actually we all think oh you know like you know he was a fervent witch hater and, and he was but it wasn't really a problem until he kind of went away somewhere else and other people had talked to him and it got even worse and he kind of been inspired by Denmark and uh, Germany as well like yeah said, well there is a lot of uh there's a lot of like you know, i talked about in um in episode 20 of, of hex positive <laughs> callbacks um Ooh. the the bit about witchcraft and the law where you know we, we talk about like witch trials in uh in england and and such and oh yes everything was terrible mm. in england and in germany it was a hundred times worse yep so the fact that you know he's already like predisposed to believe that you know witches are out to get him because of just his life experience and you know his belief in divine right of kings and he is god's special boy um and then to have those ideas kind of confirmed and not just in an oh yes your majesty kind of way but at a yeah that's the way it is witches are terrible this is what we believe here in these uh you know in these particular areas in in denmark and germany um yeah. You know, just to have outside confirmation of, of what he was already thinking, I think, really kind of stoked that fire. And so yep. he came back, like, ready to look for uh, some sort of supernatural explanation for all of his problems. So he was really kind of primed, I think, yep. uh, when all of this started, which is absolutely, especially with the storms on the way back as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, it couldn't possibly be that, you know. England yeah. is surrounded by a Gulf Stream, which mm-hmm. means that our weather is incredibly like all over the place. And, you yeah. know, it's spring and Norway is cold and England is warming up. And, and you know, like the whole of the UK is like, you know, and there's a weather front and, and hot meets cold makes weather. No, 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 no. Can't possibly. No. Which yeah, it couldn't po- it couldn't possibly just be weather that everyone yeah. expects, you know, yeah. that time of year in that area of the world. No, because the king is involved, it must be witches. Yeah. And well, also, yeah. it's if if God, because he's the most like because he is the divine, you know, divine right and stuff. It, it's almost like if if you say it was just a natural cause or an act of God, that oh, would that mean that God, God is mad at him. Exactly. Yeah. Which means that God is mad at James and we can't, can't have be. that. No, yeah. because he's the bestest, obviously, yeah. TM. So yeah. we really want to, he being quite Protestant um, and his mum being Catholic and, and there being a kind of almost a semi-Catholic resurgence at the end of Elizabeth's reign. He kind of really wants to, you know, nip that in the bud mm-hmm. very, very quickly. Yeah. And actually on that note, I have to wonder... Um, just how much and I'm sure that this is something that has been raised by, you know, discussion in ap- academics in the past. It, it has to have been um, that how like how much of which trials were just people in power going, well, these natural phenomena, um, you know, all natural phenomena come from God. And, you know, if God is working against me in some way, or if natural phenomena appear to be against me, that must mean that God is angry with me, but there's no way that God could be angry with me because I'm a good and devout person, or I'm in a, a, a holy position of power or, or whatever. So I have to look for someone who is ungodly um, as the source of this thing. I need someone else to blame because I can't just say, Oh, that's, you know, yeah, that's just the way it is, because God clearly would never do anything to impede my insert whatever here. So, oh, yeah, 100 percent. Yeah, like I'm sure the discussion has been had. Yeah, you've got to externalize, because if you mm-hmm. if you don't externalize all other things, then political unrest happens. Yeah, it's it, like it's, we, it's we can't blame just, something else. Yeah, we can't just accept that sometimes bad shit happens, whether you're good or not, because, you know, you know, they, they have to believe that everything comes from either God or the devil. And, you know, clearly, if it's something, you know, even if it's a natural phenomenon, if it's bad for them, then it must be the devil, which means it must be the work of witches. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's it's a whole thing. And, you know, ramp that up to like another degree of magnitude if there's royalty involved. Oh, so yes. That's, that's the kind of mindset we're looking at. Yep. And if there's so, throne issues. Yeah, if there are exactly. contenders to the throne, because yeah, you're absolutely right. It it all it all stemmed from 
the Earl of Bothwell. So mm-hmm. Francis Stuart, um, who was very Catholic, um, very, very Catholic indeed. Um, and he, so his dad, so Francis Stuart's dad was the illegitimate son of Henry V. So that would mean that Francis Stuart being a legit child is technically would have mind. had yes he technically he could Ooh. have contested the throne because there was no heir currently on James the first's or James the sixth's side mm-hmm. so James didn't have any kids at that point so the Earl of Bothwell was a potential contender for the throne if anything happened to James and he was super Catholic Mm. Um, so that was an extra layer of oh my god we have to do something about him mm-hmm. he is stirring up trouble he is he's gaining sort of political favour in the court we need to again we need to nip this in the bud we need to sort mm-hmm. this out we cannot have him being a problem um, and I'm and sure very, that like when they were trying to, to like look around and be like, oh, you know, you need to find someone to to blame for what's going on. You know, they they added, you know, two and two and got five. Yeah. Um, and then it was just sort yeah. of confirmation bias of like, you know, oh, well, yeah. let's look around and see who would gain uh, if, you know, if James didn't come back from this voyage, if, you know, if the yeah. king died, you know, and of course, he's got to be like top three names. Oh, absolutely. So it's like, if okay, how can, yep. and then it becomes, how can we connect him to this? How can we, yep. you know, th- oh, yep. isn't this convenient? Let's, let's yes. do a thing. Absolutely. Yeah. But it is very interesting, um, because it actually, um, all started off, because Agnes, um, Sampson is a massive player in this, but oh, she doesn't this, come in until a little bit woman. later. It's absolutely poor woman. Poor woman. Um, mm-hmm. it was actually Gillis or, or Jilly Duncan um, got um, there was a lord called David Senton um, or sorry Seton and Jilly had comings and goings in the night (sighs) and she got caught and he was like what the flop are you doing Um, and of course under torture not under an actual explanation or reasonable or proper trial or anything um, you know, she couldn't have possibly been going to see a gentleman or a lady friend or anything like that. Of course, it had to be. She was in the coven of witches. Mm-hmm. So she had been, um, so she had been tortured, um, and she got this, con- they got this confession kind of under duress, um, that it was Agnes Sampson, Barbara Napier was one of the other big players in it and I'm sure we'll talk about her a little bit mm-hmm. later on um, and there are like I said there was you know we've got Ms. McCallson we've got I mean there was up to 70 was that when, uh, when when Dr. Fian came in as well yep yep that's it yeah. so it was and um, she, she was basically reaching for like any name that she could think of anyone that they uh, suggested to her yep. Um yeah, Absolutely. and it was it was just mad because obviously you know all of the confessions all and I I, I don't often speak in absolutes but all of the confessions that we get from the North Berwick trials are extracted yeah. under torture and yeah. it was like I'm not going into like no. what went on because it was really no. horrible but yeah um yeah uh so we cannot trust any of the so-called no. confessions that came no. out of this, especially uh, from it, it's either Gillis or Galus. And those who uh, yes. Outlander fans in the audience, this is where Galus Duncan comes from. Yes. Um, yeah. Yeah. She's lovely. Good old Lottie. She's so wonderful. Lottie for beak. Mm. Fabulous. So, uh, yeah. So there's this whole thing in, in the, uh, the, the, the literature that comes from, uh, from these trials, uh, a pamphlet published the yeah. year after, uh, news from Scotland declaring the damnable life of Dr. Fian, a notable sorcerer, uh, also 
talks about other people involved in the trials. Um, allegedly, Agnes Sampson uh, took the king aside uh, because supposedly um, her confession initially was just so wild and out there that he didn't believe what she had said because literally she's this poor old woman and she's confessing to anything and everything just to make everything stop. Um, And so she, she goes and says, Oh, Oh yes, we're, uh, you know, we're, we're flying to meetings with the devil. Uh, We have given him an image of the King uh, to, to, to curse him and uh, to, you know, overturn his throne and bring him down and this, that, and the other yep. thing. She she basically is trying to confirm everything that they're saying just to, like, yep. make the pain stop. Yep. Um, so even, you know, King James, who is like, you know, he's he's there to, you know, to find witches. Like, this is what he is supposedly looking for. He listens to all of this that, that Agnes is saying and is like, uh, this, even this sounds a bit far-fetched yeah but according to you know this pamphlet allegedly she took him aside and is like no really i need you to believe me probably because like you know if he doesn't believe her they're just going to take her right back to the pillory and it's going to be even worse yeah it's going to be horrible yeah i just need this to to stop it's i just need to stop so he you know she confessed to raising contrary winds against the ships uh so on and so forth. And she allegedly tells him, uh, you know, words that he and Anne had spoken to each other on their wedding night in Denmark yes. that, of course, no one else would have known. And he was, you know, so amazed by this that then he uh, believed her. But, yeah, it does say in all of the literature um you know, she immediately confessed whatsoever was demanded of her yeah. and justifying those person, persons aforesaid to be notorious witches. So literally anything they put to her, any name they put to her, she's like, yes, yes, that absolutely happened. And that person's a witch. Just stop poking me with things. Yep. Um, yep. So it's, it's all very horrible. And then, is, you know, it, several dozen other people are dragged yeah, into it just absolutely. because of this. Just it, it just became guilty by association. You even know this person, yes. um, mm-hmm. so it's quite interesting because Bothwell, oh God, he's he's got some cojones as Bothwell mm-hmm. actually, um, Ooh, yeah. because um, he initially got imprisoned when uh, Jimmy Boy came back, and he escaped, and he could have, he could have just bollocked off into England, never to be seen again, but no, oh no. He had a secret support network. Um, he raided the houses of King James VI when he was present. I'm sorry, I'm laughing because I'm rereading my notes back. So, you know, James has gone on this massive, you know, kind of, oh, God, you know, this massive witch hunt. He's in prison, the Earl of Bothwell. The Earl of Bothwell escapes and they're all searching for him. He comes back to the to the to the houses where um, James is staying over um, and he raids them outright raids them sets things on fire goes through destroying stuff and he gets caught by James in the tower and the tower's just like you know James is like he's so obsessed with the devil that he's just like you might take my body but you're never going to take my soul Um, but actually a plea bargain was struck. So Bothwell technically got away with it. Um, and then he got sent out to exile. And the reason why he managed to do this was because apparently, according to, you know, they'd set all these rumours out that, you know, that, that Bothwell himself was a necromancer. Um, it's just like, OK. Oh, yes. Yes. We definitely 100% have put these pamphlets out and, and all this kind of wanted posters saying that you're definitely a terrible, terrible witch. And, you know, you're a necromancer. But now after we've had a conversation and some money's changed some hands and uh, we're going to put you out <laughs> to exile, um, we're going to put a plea deal that you were simply consorting with witches. You, mm-hmm. you were simply talking to them. You know, yeah. just like Saul in the Bible. And you know what happened to him. So, you know, let's let's, you know, we'll, we'll exile you because it's not your fault because you clearly got 
suck it in um, mm-hmm. by these women. And yeah. um, and that's how it got linked back to Agnes and Jilly. Mm-hmm. Um, Meanwhile, other people who were, you know, merely guilty of consorting with other witches were executed. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hundred percent. Like if you're a woman and you've gone to get because they have no money. (laughs) Exactly. It's just like yes, um, you're you're a massive massive problem. We need to get you got. Oh wait, you've got this secret support network. Mm -hmm. If you if we actually kill you, you're going to be more of a problem because then you're like martyred to your cause. Okay. Yeah. You you can't actually ex. Oh wait, we can't actually execute another heir presumptive to the throne. Yeah. uh, Because that's going to cause a lot more problems than it's going to solve. Yeah. Whoopsie. Whoopsie. Yeah. Whoopsie. We've told you all. Yes, we've told you all of these terrible things, but we're just going to put you in exile, and you can say that yes, I just, I just talked to some witches. Yeah. Mm. It's Mm. it's a bit it's a bit bats. Sus Um, af. Mm-hmm. Very sus. Um, there was another uh, gentleman involved, a notable gentleman, uh, John Fian, a, a, yep. a schoolmaster and a doctor uh, in uh, uh, from from Pres- Pres- Preston Pans, I think it is. Mm. Um, he was the other very notable uh, personage in uh, in these trials. We, we mentioned it before. His name appears on the uh, the titles of the, the pamphlets. Um this this poor guy, uh, he was one of the people who was named by uh, Galus Duncan in her uh, in her confession, heavy air quotes, yep. and was later examined as a, a sorcerer. And of course, you know, he first just openly confessed because it's like, ow, ow, OK, OK, I did the thing um, uh, to to bewitching people. And it, a lot of this, you know, later on just had nothing. It had like just nothing to do with like actually plotting against the king. It was like any yep. accusation of witchcraft they could throw against a person that they could come up yep. with any evidence yep. for at all, even if it was hearsay, especially if it was hearsay, because they really believed in hearsay back then, which is ridiculous. But that's a separate <laughs> rant for a separate day. Um, yep. Yes. I mean, the um, whole trial. Kind of just would you know? It was just like objection, yeah. hearsay. No objection, heresy. Like uh, guys, make up your mind. Like exactly, yourselves out. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ah. Oh. Yeah. It it really was. It was like, well, it might be hearsay, but clearly they're guilty of something, or they wouldn't be here. Exactly. Is, and God wouldn't bullshit. let them. Exactly. God wouldn't let them if they hadn't actually. You know. Oh yes, he would give them the strength to to resist yep. this pointy provocation, this pointy persuasion, if they weren't, you know, if they yep. were actually, uh, if they were actually innocent. That was something they very much believed: is that you know, even if you're put to the ordeal, you know, if God is on your side, you can still prevail. And it's like, no, no, that's not how it works. <laughs> no, absolutely. And I mean, mm. some of the stuff that they confessed to doing, like, bless them. It was just absolutely, and it, it was beyond belief because, like you said earlier, James, you know, did not believe them at all. And it was only until Anne was just like, hey, I know what you got up to on your wedding night. <laughs> and, yep. And it's just, um, but one of the, allegedly, the, allegedly TM, mm-hmm. um, one of my, <laughs> one of my favorite quotes of, um, what these poor lasses, um, had, had admitted to was, um, Satan himself had appeared to the witches and promised to raise a mist and cast the king into England, for which purpose he threw into the sea a thing like a football. So they're mm-hmm. saying that they got a football, said it was James, <laughs> and, and chucked threw it, it into the, the sea. sea and was just like, so the devil, this, 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 you know, like Wilson, this is King James. <laughs> I'm going to punt him into the sea. This is what I want you to do to him. And I was just, I had that such vivid. And all the witches did raise their hands and declare, tis good. (laughs) And thus the devil gave us kickspot foot goal. (laughs) And thus was the first field goal landed. Yes. Uh, And thus soccer. Real football uh-huh. was created, and it just, I just, man, I was just like, 
it's it's just <sighs> absolutely bonkers. Yep. Yep. It's nuts. Chair squeak. Anyway. Uh but yeah. Um Right. So Dr. John Fian. Um yep. this uh this guy you know, they, he, he confessed to uh, bewitching a gentleman to fall into fits of lunacy um, and, you know, allegedly demonstrated this um, in December of 1590. I believe it was on Christmas Eve, which you have to believe, like, had to be part of the entertainment for the evening. Yep. Yep. And, um, you know, you know, looks at the guy that he brings in and is like, you know, does the doodaloodaloo. And the man then uh, falls into screaming fits of lunacy for over an hour and then, uh, you know, jumps and contorts and bounces about. And then afterwards says, oh, goodness, what happened? Oh, my, I have no no memory of the event. Um, yes. So that was all very odd. But, yeah. you know, again, you know, you it's 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 either that or go and have your feet crushed. So, you know, I, you I know do. what I would pick. Yeah. Yeah. So yep. freaking. Yeah. And, you know, Fian, this guy was smart. He was very, very smart. Um, and he tried to say during a later examination that, yes, yes, I had made a, a compact with the devil, blah, blah, blah. Uh, but I uh, he confronted me in my cell and uh demanded that i you know hold to my oath and continue in his service and i i rebuffed him and i renounced him in the name of god and our good king uh and and swore that i would you know lead the the life of a good christian man henceforth you know trying to be like yeah you know yeah. i made a mistake but i'm trying yeah. to make good and i told the devil to his face you know, fuck off yep which i'm sure was impressive yeah. Uh, to the, the listening audience. Um, if uh, Fian testified, he had renounced Satan to his face, saying, avoided Satan avoided, for I have listened too much to thee, and by the same thou hast undone me, in respect whereof I utterly forsake you. And uh, so then he's he's given the chance to, you know, make good and, you know, try and keep that promise, but like literally the same night, he steals one of the cell keys and escapes, um, <sighs> which doesn't go well. He's eventually recaptured and yep. then tortured to death, yep. uh, which is awful. So it was kind of like, yeah, you had it going good there for a second, dude. Um, he tripped at yep. the finish line. Yeah. Um, but like, yeah, that that's actually like, oh, OK, that's brilliant. Although I'm sure that like. If it had been one of the the women who had tried it, they would have been like, "Yeah, nice try, Ducky." Yep. Not going yep. to work. Oh yeah. But it was yep. he was a man and a doctor, yes. so yes. it was like, okay, yep. this might be a thing. Yep. Um, Absolutely. It's yeah. Yeah. I mean, a few and he people did, got he did scared, deny but... his confession later. He did deny yep. his confession, uh, saying he had said all those things uh, in an effort to avoid torture and and spare his life. And I'm like, yeah. Yeah, so did everyone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's okay because I'm special. To mm -hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, Richard Graham, <sighs> he was actually, so it wasn't, I mean, this was a, the witch hunts were definitely a gender related issue, but it did mm -hmm. not completely. So just being a man was not enough because I think Richard, um, Richard Graham, um, who was, um, linked to Jean Lyon, who was kind of uh, someone's sister-in-law. Mm -hmm. um, that was just an utter cluster muck as well. Um, and he got executed just for somebody coming to him for advice because he was apparently yeah. a healer. And yeah, again, just, guilty by association. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And um, and it was all because somebody had um, somebody had uh, put down. Uh, well, bless him. Agnes and, and Julie had uh, said about Barbara Napier, who was um, mm -hmm. the only reason why she did not get executed was because she had money and she had her family's backing. Yes. Um, mm -hmm. And she also said she was pregnant as mm -hmm. well. Um, oh, that was. Uh, yeah. And she was supposed to be executed yeah, like they was. had literally built 
the pyre for her, yep. but they uh, burned uh, Mrs. McCausen on it instead yep. Uh, yep. because uh, because uh, Barbara had sort of pled out slash paid people off slash escaped. Yep. Um, basically, uh, she just kind of disappears from the records after yep. her uh, her confession. And I mean, James know, things, was stunning things kind of anyway. get. Yeah, things kind of yeah. get muddy, and then there's just no mention, which usually yeah. means that they escaped. Because if there yeah. is an execution, you know, that was very carefully noted. Yeah. I mean, James, because James also was presiding over a lot of this, and he was actually mm-hmm. present, which... Which is oh, yeah, this, this wasn't, yeah. yeah, this wasn't just, you know, oh, I've ordered a tribunal, now go yeah. and do the thing. Like, he was actually sitting there, you know... His having conversations was, was part yeah. of this. Yep. Yeah. Having conversations with these women and and, you know, kind of pressuring them into to saying things and what they'd done. And, mm-hmm. you know, it, because, again, he was proving his manliness. I'm yeah. going to look these witches in the face because, you know, I know it's super dangerous, but I'm just such a manly man. Um, mm-hmm. And also, you know, God's on my side. So exactly. he's going to protect me. And a lot of that. I mean, Agnes also did a lot of. It's really interesting what you said about um, the doc was just like, oh, I've seen I've seen the the error of my ways and I've repented. And therefore, I, you know, I, I told Satan to, you know, like, nap Piss off, off. <laughs> off. Um, because Agnes had really made an impression. And I just she was almost too good at it mm-hmm. because she turned around and said, oh, yeah, the world, you know, the devil hates you, um, you know, and James, you are the greatest enemy that the devil has in this world. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it was, it was, it was basically, you know, like you said earlier, kind of lighting a fire beneath him, uh, excuse mm-hmm. the terrible witch troll pun there, but it was just, <laughs> it was, it, it was basically the, the bellows underneath and it just absolutely lifted his importance and proved mm-hmm. to everyone that he was so super important. And, you know, the stuff that they'd come out with like oh yes we used to like kiss satan's bum and stuff like that and you know he'd write this down and like ask for descriptions in such like detail mm-hmm. and you're like mm-mm, mm. yeah and so much of it is them just saying you know well, yeah. whatever they want to hear and they have to come up with like more and more fantastical things they can't just say oh yeah what 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 she said before me it's like no no there must be more there must be something more more terrible more salacious and yeah so it just it just snowballs and he later you know we'll we'll get to it but he later writes all of this stuff down and incorporates it into uh this this little pamphlet called demonology and so this is set down as fact in his eyes that you know they confess to it so therefore you know it must be something that happened it must be true you know yeah. i must be the devil's favorite enemy i must be you know great so greatly beloved of my god that you know the devil is actively like sending people against me and also uh these rituals must be taking place exactly as these people said because you know clearly you know why else would they have said these things hmm let's think hmm yes why else would we have said it definitely (laughs) had nothing to do with the fact that you know nothing to do with thumbscrews nothing to yeah (laughs) nothing to do with thumbscrews and definitely nothing to do with the fact that you know like everyone's father-in-law who didn't like their daughter-in-law was just like um she's a witch Hmm. you know that was um McCalzian, um because yeah, she's a sole wealthy heiress um mm-hmm. she was going to inherit a lot of money as a sole heiress and um he was just like oh look my son's conveniently married this heiress oh look if they don't have any kids yet and i bump her off early mm-hmm. my family get the money because she's married my son so mm-hmm. let's try and get this yeah. And let's, you know, let's let's get in the old uh, Earl of Angus and, you know, all the Earls of Angus's because there was multiple oh, at that point. Yeah, that was that was the whole thing with uh, with uh, Barbara Napier. Yeah, um, because she had supposedly uh, bewitched the uh, the Earl to death, Archibald Douglas. Yes. 
Yeah. Um, reported to have, what was it, uh, died from a disease so strange, uh, that no one could describe, like, what it was or figure out how to cure it, which, you know, back then could have been any number of things. Who the <sighs> hell knows? No. Um, but it was just bad timing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he was a really prominent religious zealot as well, but he was mm-hmm. a, a Protestant zealot, so he was definitely, you know, up there. And his cousin was the one who conducted the trial. So William Douglas was the one who conducted the trial. So, you know, he's he's really yeah. going to be, you know, against Barbara and uh, Jean Lyon mm-hmm. and, and, and Richard Graham. You know, he's really going to be so neutral. Yeah. So <laughs> neutral. So neutral because it's definitely that, you know, rich people, it's, you know, didn't yeah. matter. You know, poor poor women... Or poorer women weren't marrying into rich families or anything. And mm-hmm. therefore, you know, he couldn't have possibly been upset the fact that, you know, if this other woman comes in who already has a son and then marries his cousin. Oh, nope. Can't be doing that because that'll get me less cousin money. And it's just like, yeah. Ugh. Yeah. So there were a number of people mm-hmm. who were, you know, titled yep. in some form or another. Uh, that, you know, that got drawn into this, which is, which is, you know, not unique to the North Barrack trials, but it's sort of, it certainly is, um, remarkable, um, considering, like we said before, that most of the, uh, most of the people who were usually accused in these trials just didn't have the position or the money or whatever to, to defend themselves. But it really just sort of became a free for all, just, you know, the accused were naming anyone they could think of just to yep. get out of the ouch and um anyone who had an inconvenient female or sometimes even just a, a relative yep. not even you know gender yeah. wasn't always a factor. yeah i was about to say yeah richard and the doc you know they yeah were... yeah they uh you know it's just if you had an inconvenient relative you wanted to to bump off it's like aha an opportunity so this then became this supposed like grand conspiracy among you know the peasants and the nobility to uh to to off jimmy boy yep. um all over poorly outfitted ships and weather that commonly happened that time of year uh in that area of the world which is yep. just Absolutely. It's going to be cold. It's so bad. It's so bad. Yeah. It's just crazy. So, yeah. And the, you know, the the conclusion of all this is, is that with, uh, um, with very few exceptions, uh, the people who could like pay their way out or the people who escaped, um, or just folks whose names were, you know, not recorded because they weren't important enough. Um, most everyone who was accused and convicted was executed. Yeah. Um, they were throttled or burnt at the stake or hanged. And it just, it was awful. It was really awful. And this all, um, this all took place over the course of about two years. Two years and it touched over. off. Yeah. It touched off. Um, a good 150 years of accusations and witch trials in Scotland that ended up killing um, a few thousand people. They said as, as many as 4,000 people, possibly. Yeah. So, yeah, it just, it went absolutely, absolutely mad, absolutely off the rails. And there was Jimmy Boy in the middle of all of it, uh, just, you know, all this confirmation bias and yes, I am yep. God's special boy fanning the flames and oh, then no, just the sort of, man. Everyone's yeah, just sort of going on his way. snogging my mates uh, yeah. in public because, yeah. uh, oh, look at this. Yeah. Oh, look, witches. Witches. Mm-hmm. And I've gone on to have a son as mm-hmm. well. So therefore I must be super important. Yeah. I, I've, I've clearly defeated these, these witches and I've gone on to have a son. So clearly I did the right thing. Uh, King uh, logic. Uh, yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it it's all a bit bonks, and um, a lot of this makes it into uh, the Scottish play later, as as yeah. uh, 
various references and things. Uh, but we'll get more into that in our next Sawdust session because uh, we still have to discuss the writings of King James, including the first, well, not actually the first, but the approved English translation of the Bible, and we'll get to it uh, as well. Oh, yes. As well as this little pamphlet called Demonology. Ever heard of it? (laughs) But that is a subject for next time. So for now, this is Bree and Lozzie bidding you farewell and hoping you'll tune in for the next issue of the Stardust Sessions. Honk. Honk. <laughs> Hex Positive is a proud member of the Nerd and Tie Podcast Network. Check out everything they have to offer, including our sibling podcast, BS Free Witchcraft, over at nerdandtie.com. Intro and outro music by Kevin McLeod. For all the latest updates, follow at Hex underscore podcast on Twitter. You can also follow me at at Brina Garen on Twitter and Instagram. For more information on my books, you can check out my WordPress and my Amazon author page. And if you'd like to support the show, please visit patreon.com slash Stay safe, wash your hands, and remember, always practice safe hex. Positive is a proud member of the Nerd and Tie Podcast Network. Check out everything they have to offer, including our sibling podcast, BS Free Witchcraft, over at nerdandtie.com. Intro and outro music by Kevin McLeod. For all the latest updates, follow at hex underscore podcast on Twitter. You can also follow me at, at Brina Garen on Twitter and Instagram. For more information on my books, you can check out my WordPress and my Amazon author page. And if you'd like to support the show, please visit patreon.com slash Stay safe, wash your hands, and remember, always practice safe hacks.